We living out the good life, the good life, yeah. I ain't gotta worry about a thing. Had some obstacles I overcame. You don't have to ever be the same. Cause when we change the mind, we change the game. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Kenny Clutch, with another episode on the Clutch Vision Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Listen, I've missed you guys. I've missed you guys so, so much. Over the past couple of weeks, the past uh, 19 days, um, we actually took some time off to get our kids ready for school. If you guys that normally watch the show, um, you normally would see a clear background but uh, it's not clear anymore because my son, Javion, actually took over that spot in the back. So we are building a new area for myself um, to, to do our podcast and everything. But tonight, um, it is all about you guys. It is all about um, giving you guys the strength and the encouragement that you guys need to move forward. I hope everyone has had an awesome, awesome summer. This is season number two. Yes, season number two, episode number 64 is going down in Chinatown, even though we're not in Chinatown. I am here to deliver. I'm here to give you guys, um, you know, a good word tonight. And, um, and yeah, like I, I love just being able to give you guys uh, some strength to, to, for the nightcap um, for those that are listening right now live. Or for those that are going to be listening to this um, during the day on your way to work, during your lunch break, wherever, whenever uh, you listen to the Clutch Vision Podcast. But before we go ahead and uh, dig in, make sure if you guys are watching this on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, or on Anchor, listening on Anchor, make sure you share this with your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your auntie, your grandma, your grandpa, abuela, abuelo, you know, share with everybody that needs to hear this message today, all right? Now, um, before we begin, I would like to give a big shout out to our new Shift Gang. Yes, the Shift Gang, which is our text community. If you would like to join our text community where I'm going to be giving you guys um, daily inspirational messages, daily motivation, you know, and if you want to go ahead and hit me up for whatever it is, you know, whatever you guys need, go ahead and hit me up and, and let me know. And I'll text you guys back. I'll get back to you. As soon as I get a chance, just go ahead and text the number 609-303-5344. That's 609-303-5344. All right. Now, we're going to dig right in, y'all. We're going to dig right in. I don't have a special guest tonight, but next week, next week, I have a very, very special guest coming in, Mr. Dave Schuler. He is the uh, one of the top executives for the Philadelphia 76ers um, NBA basketball team. Um, very good friend of mine who will be on the show next Thursday night. But tonight, tonight, you guys, we're talking about faith. And we're going to talk a little bit about fear. I said we're going to talk about faith. We're going to talk a little bit about that fear. What's that fear factor, right? What's the fear factor? How many times, how many people have been, you know, uh, going through something in life? It's time for you to make that move. But you don't have enough faith to do it. You got more faith and you have more fear than you actually have faith, right? You have more fear than you actually have faith. 
right? How many people has, have, have, has that had to, you know, before? You know, has that happened to you where you've had more fear than you've had faith, okay? And anybody that's watching here on, on, in my text game, if you guys are online, feel free to chime in. Feel free to jump into the chat. Feel free to, you know, to say any, anything. Um, having, we're having difficulty hearing, having difficulty hearing. Give me one second. Better, that's better. There we go. There we go. There we go. So there we go. So really quick, I'm going to redo my intro. I'm going to edit that in. This is what I'm talking about. This is why, this is why I got the text gang in here, y'all. This is why I got the text gang in here. They let me know what's going down. We're doing this live. We're doing this live. Here we go. If you are joining us, um, you know, right now through Anchor, Apple, Google Podcasts, make sure you guys go ahead and text me at 609-303-5344. I said that's 609-303-5344. Now we're talking about, we're talking about fear and we're talking about faith. Okay. Now the question was, have you ever had more fear than you've had faith? I said, have you ever had more fear than you had faith? And for those that know me um, and know our story with, with Christian and um, know what my wife has, has been through, know a little bit what I've been through, uh, we've had some challenging times where fear actually set in. But it's not about the fear that's setting in. It's, it's more so about how much faith can you, can you put over top of that fear. Okay, everybody's going to be fearful. Everybody's going to have something that they fear in life. But what you don't allow is that fear to overtake you. What you don't allow is for that fear to, to run your life. That's what you don't allow. Okay, because in, in actuality, you know, fear is something that is fictional. Fear is something that is fictional that may seem real. It may seem real, but it's not really real at the end of the day. Okay, the enemy will work in mysterious ways, guys. He'll work in mysterious ways. He'll try to, try to throw anything and everything at you to scare you out of opening up that business, to scare you from writing that book, to scare you from starting that blog, to scare you from actually pursuing what it is that you were actually called to do, you know? Because a lot of times what happens is that you'll, you'll, uh, you'll have the harvest, right? And you'll be sowing into the harvest, right? And then, you know, God will then go ahead and grow the harvest. It's like planting, uh, you know, planting tomatoes or planting lettuce, planting uh, 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 different seeds, cucumbers, vegetables, whatever it is, right? And then all these crows come out and they take all of your food. They take the harvest. They take the fruit that you went ahead and put in, right? So what we have to understand is we have to learn how to have faith over top of the fear, right? So we're going to break this down, right? Number one, if you, want, if you guys are taking notes, I suggest you take some notes because I got a lot of heat for y'all today and good heat, not that bad heat, got that good heat. Okay, we're going to start with faith. Okay, faith. We're going to start with F, foundation, y'all. Foundation. We're talking about the foundation. If we don't have a firm foundation in our life, then things, you know, can get a little testy. Things can break. Hurricanes will hit very quickly and your house will not stand. It's like the one that builds a house on a rock their house can withstand different types of storms, different types of hurricanes because of the foundation that they're actually on versus the one that actually builds a house on sand, right? Those that build houses on sand will always make like a typhoon will come and it's a wrap for that house. It's over because the foundation wasn't laid down. The foundation wasn't great, right? Now the foundation starts within you at the end of the day. What I had to learn is 
I had to learn how to build a certain foundation. I had to learn how to build a certain foundation. And it took a lot of, lot of errors, a lot of mistakes, a lot of trials, a lot of tribulation that I went through in my life, even prior to Christian, even prior to you know, me getting married in, uh, to, to my wife, Josie. There was a lot of things that I went through, right? And it was because I didn't have, and I, I kept getting knocked down because I didn't have a firm foundation. So then when tragedy, you know, would arise or, or some type of, uh, of challenge would arise, I would fail every single time. I wouldn't be able to stand up to it because my foundation was off. I said my foundation was off, guys. So we have to understand that, number one, we have to have a firm foundation. How do we develop that foundation? That's the question, right? How do we develop the foundation? I'm going to tell you all what worked for me, okay? Number one. I had to learn how to remove myself to improve myself, okay? That's number one. I had to learn how to remove myself to improve myself. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is, is that I don't have to tackle every single situation. Many people in life try to tackle situations that they're not equipped for. I said, you try and tackle situations that you're not equipped for. You try and tackle situations that were not for you. That situation was not for you necessarily, okay? So you have to understand, you got to know your place. You got to know exactly where you're supposed to be at in life. Am I supposed to tackle this or am I not? Do I have to fall back? Then call, I'm going to fall back. Maybe even, let's, let's flip it. Let's, let's go into relationships, right? Let's go into to your friendships, right? Maybe um, that friendship has had a season and you guys are no longer, you know, supposed to be growing together because you guys are growing apart, Right? but you don't want to because maybe your, emotion, your emotions and your feelings are in the way of that. And then you're saying to yourself, like, you know what, um, you know, you know th there's so much friction that's happening. There's so much friction that's happening within that, right? And then that's delaying your progress, okay? It's delaying your progress, why? Because you didn't remove yourself from the situation. You keep battling the situation, trying to prove a point that you don't even have to prove anymore. Me? Many times I've sit there and argue with people online or argue with people, um, you know, everywhere, you know, like just going off for no reason. And I wasn't really making my point to them because they were already set in their ways. So I had to learn how to remove myself. And then I improved myself by becoming wiser, not to indulge, not to engage back in those types of situations ever again, because it's wasting my time. We have to understand that time is our most valuable commodity in life. I said, time is our most valuable commodity in life at the end of the day. See, what we have to decipher is, is that, is it a penny problem or is it a thousand dollar problem? I said, is, a, is it a penny problem or is it a thousand dollar problem? Now, if it's a thousand dollar problem, then you might want to go ahead and put some work into that. But if it's a penny problem, then it may be a petty problem. I said, if it's a penny problem, then it may be a petty problem. Understand. So we can't sit here in, in um, it, it, our foundation will be off if we, if we continue to engage in petty problems. Okay. We have to remove ourselves from the situation, analyze the situation and see what it is that, and, and how we should move, how we should act, how we should progress with, depending on the challenge or the situation that is coming upon you. Understand? So that's, that's part of building the foundation. The other part of building my foundation was I had to learn how to build a relationship with God. For real, for real. I really had to learn that. Now, I grew up in a church, and then when I was 20 years old, you know, or 19, 20, I, like, I stopped going to church. I just stopped. I didn't go back to church until I was 30. You know what I'm saying? 
and it was like it took so much i thought i was i, I was battling so much um pride i was battling the spirit of pride i was battling the spirit of stinginess i was battling you know um you know just just being just wanting, wanting to do things on my own thinking that i can do it on my own when i really couldn't that's why i kept feeling so much my foundation was off right so I would wonder, why am I not getting to this place? Why am I not excelling here? Why am I not excelling there? Because my foundation is off. My foundation, right? My foundation was, you know, what my parents taught me. My foundation was, you know, uh, getting that relationship with God and getting back to that, okay? So we, we, a lot of times we'll travel throughout the world. We'll travel in journey and journey and journey. And we wonder why we keep hitting roadblock after roadblock after roadblock after roadblock because we lost our direction. Understand, we lost our direction. So I'm talking about having a firm foundation in your life. So every day what I do, I'm up at like 5.30 in the morning, y'all. Up at 5.30 a.m. and get my coffee, you know, get my prayer time in, get my worship time in, getting my, uh, you know, just stimulating my mind with positive thoughts all the time, you know, positive thoughts. Because if you're not careful, those negative thoughts, one negative thought can take over the entire operation. One negative thought can take over the entire operation, okay? And if you let it. So we have to be careful, okay? We have to be careful. So what I do, I get up 530 because my kids get up at eight. So therefore I got two and a half hours to, to make sure that I get my time in because once they get in, oh, it's buck wild up in here yeah like it's going now it's not really buck wild but my kids are daddy this daddy that can you do this can we do that then uh, i need this i need that daddy that you know or mommy mommy mommy. like they're, they're pulling on us you know for 12 hours out of the day and especially now because of covid and and you know our kids are, are being homeschooled for those that are watching this on youtube you can see that my, my son's uh learning stuff it was right there in the back so it's a lot to, to handle on top of trying to do our, our daily work, on top of trying to do, you know, cause I, I speak, so I'm, you know, I'm handling emails or, or my wife is, is uh, she's a craft maker. So she's, she's handling her orders and things of that nature. So it's a lot to handle um, within a day when your children are, are so needy. So therefore I have to make sure that I get up, you know, a few hours before them so that I can get my peaceful time. You have to understand that you are important. You are important, okay? Your time is valuable. I said your time is valuable. You gotta understand that. And, and if you're not setting no, no time aside for yourself, then you're no good to anybody else. Today, my wife went out to, um, she went out to Hamilton um, at this, this sculpture place uh, where there was a restaurant in the sculpture place and she needed that time. You know, a few hours, you know, I, I took on the kids, I took on the whole load, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, she went, she went out from, from one o'clock to like maybe five thirty, six o'clock, spent a few hours out there with her girlfriends, you know, because she needed that time. And I was willing to give her that time because I know that she needs that time because I know I'm going to need that time. She needs that. So it, that's, that's for her, right? That's for her. So I respect that. So what I'm telling you is, is that you got to make sure that you have your time, okay? Now, what I mean is also having not just your time, but your time with God as well, too. For me, that's important. 
I got to have my time with God. I got to have my time, you know, with the Lord, you know, and, and, and invite him in because I don't, I want to make sure that I'm careful. I got to make sure I'm careful because his, like spending time with him is valuable. I mean, think about it, right? He's blessing us at every second and every moment of the day. I said, he's blessing us at every second and every moment of the day. And subconsciously, we don't even think about it. We don't even think, we just thinking that we just walking along earth and, and then that's it, right? No, the average person, the average person breathes 23,000 times just in one day. I said, the average person breathes at least 23,000 times in one day. Nobody knows when their last breath is going to be. So therefore, every breath is a blessing. I said, every breath is a blessing, right? Now you times 23,000 by how many days you've been living. And that's how many blessings you actually been getting from God just in one area of your life. I said, just, that's just one area. We're not talking about you hearing. We're not talking about you blinking. We're not talking about you eating. We're not talking about you smelling. We're not talking about taste. We're not talking about any of that, right? We're not talking about you walk, whatever, right? It's, it's the blessings that we don't see are the ones that are most valuable. So we have to make sure that our foundation is, is all the way correct. Understand? We got to make sure our foundation is all the way correct. If not, then, you know, you know what? You're going to be that, that house on the beach with, with your, with, with the, when the hurricane hit and your house is going to keep falling down and you're going to continuously keep building it back up and it's going to keep falling down. Build your house on the rock. I said build your house on the rock. Okay, if this is good, if this is good, give me a comment below. If this is good, if this is helpful, you know, yeah, you know I mean, let, let a brother know, let a brother know. I appreciate y'all, I appreciate y'all, I appreciate all the love. Make sure you guys are sharing this with your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your auntie, your grandma, your grandpa, abuela, abuelo. Share with everybody, share with everybody. I'm getting some amens in the comments right here on the live chat. I appreciate that. So, listen, now we've gotten the foundation, let's move on. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move quick because of the time. So we gotta, we're gonna go into the application, right? We gotta apply this stuff. Everything that you learn, everything that you learn that has value to it, you gotta apply it, okay? If it's part of your purpose, you have to apply the knowledge and the wisdom that you receive in life. There are so many times in life where I have gone through life and I'm like, yo, why am I not applying this stuff? I know it. Why am I not applying it? Why? Like, because I want to do it my way, not somebody else's way, not, not what somebody taught me. I want to do it my way, right? I had to learn, Kenny, fall back and do what you were taught to do. Do it, do it the way that you were taught to do it, and this will be a lot easier. I have to apply this stuff, okay? Now, they always say, what? Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Eh, to a degree, to a degree, but, you know, I believe that the knowledge you apply has power. I said the knowledge you apply has power. That is, is the true power at the end of the day, right? So we have to understand that, like, yeah, knowledge is power, but the knowledge that you apply has power. I mean, what, what good is a college degree if you're not going to use it, right? What, what, what good is, is going to nursing school if you're not going to be a nurse? Like, just so you can save people on planes randomly at the end of the day like if that even happens you know like what's the chances of that happening what's the chances of you being on that plane or you know like where you actually get to use that knowledge right so we have to understand that knowledge is power yes but the knowledge that you apply 
has power. What good is a driver's license if you're not going to drive the car? Drive the car, people. Drive the car. Apply it. Apply it so that you can get to your destination. And all these things that you are doing in life, you know, they're for a reason. Every person has a purpose. I said every person has a purpose. And whatever that purpose is, you have to make sure that you are doing everything in your power every single day to, to make sure that you are fulfilling that purpose. Yesterday is gone, people. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow will worry about itself. And today is all we got. And if today is all we got, then you got to make sure that you apply it the best way you know how. You got to impact the world the best way that you know how. Wherever you're at, if you're at your job, you got to impact. If you got your kids, you got to impact. You got your husband, you got to impact. You got your wife, you got to impact. You got to impact, okay? You got to apply your knowledge, okay? But also seek the knowledge, okay? Seek the knowledge, understand? So seek the knowledge so that you can apply it in life because guess what? Somebody needs your testimony. Somebody needs to know what you went through. You're not going through what you went through for you. You're going through, you know, what you're going through for someone else. It's just like how, you know, uh, with my son Christian battling cancer, right? We went through that for so many people that are going through things in life right now. That's, what, that's why we, we were, we were uh, going through that because there are so many people out there in the world that are actually you know, wanting our help or needing our help in, in seeking our help because we went through what they went through. So we, we have a connection and we understand just like it is in the Down syndrome community or the cancer community or people that are just going through things in general. Maybe they're going through depression, anxiety, stress, whatever it is, these people, you know, people are, are, are looking for that. So we went through it. So now, not that only did we go through it, we got the strategies to break it to break these strongholds, right? We got the strategies to break these things that's going through, that's going, going on in your life, you know? So that's what I mean by applying this stuff. We're now applying it and giving it to the world because we can't hold on to it, okay? We can't hold on to it, y'all. We can't hold on to it. We gotta make sure that we are, you know, applying and, and seeking and, and pushing every single day and giving it to the world, understand? So applying it, Okay, first we got the foundation. The second thing is we got the application, okay? Now, now we got instigation. Now people sitting there like, what do you mean instigation? What you about to fight? I'm not about to fight you. We're not about to fight. We're not doing none of that, okay? What I mean is I want you to challenge yourself. Instigate to yourself. What is, what is that business that you wanted to start? What is the, 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 uh, that main thing that you wanted to start, right? What is it that you always wanted to do, but you didn't get a chance to do it? And what if that thing that you, that you wanted to do and you didn't get a chance to do is gonna bless somebody else, right? What if that is really your purpose? What if you're really at a, at a nine to five job that you really don't wanna be at right now and, and you're just there because you, know, you gotta pay the bills? You're just there just to be there. Are you making a real impact there? Do you really love being there at the end of the day? Now, there's nothing wrong with a nine-to-five job. There's nothing wrong with, with having a job, period. I suggest everybody work. But my point is, is that do you love what you do? My mom always said this, Kenny, if you're going to do something, love what you do. Because if you don't love what you do, then you're going to be miserable for the rest of your life. And you know what? You're right, mom. So what I love to do was dance. So I went ahead and I started dancing. She didn't think that it was going to... Um, 
that I was going to be a dancer. That's not what she wanted me to be. She actually wanted me, me to be an architect, but I wanted to dance. I didn't want to be an architect. I didn't love it. I was going to college and I was actually paying my own money to go to college. So I don't want to spend the money to go to college to be an architect because I didn't really feel that it was for me. But dancing was something that I fell in love with and I felt that I can help, help people through dance. So I started using my gift to make the shift. Understand? I started using my gift to make the shift in life. And I dared myself to do something different. I was instigating to myself to do something different because I was actually fearful of dancing. I, I was feared... Um, I was having fear of dancing. And I was fearful of it because, you know, going into a different atmosphere, a different environment, going into these clubs and, and seeing all these dope dancers and all these good dancers and seeing how, how well-trained they are, it was pretty frightening at, at the end of the day. But it was something that I had to build the courage up to, to go after. It's something that I wanted to really do. If you love it that much, nothing's going to stop you. I said, if you love it that much, nothing is going to stop you. Dare yourself, instigate to yourself. Tell yourself, you're not really going to do it. You're not really, look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you're not really going to do that. You're not really going to do it. And then start doing it. Challenge yourself to do it. And that's what I did. I challenged myself. I said, you know what, Kenny? I am going to do it. I had these conversations, call me crazy, but I had these conversations with myself. I am going to do it. And I'm going to prove you wrong. Because I only had one, I only had, you know, nothing to prove to anybody else, but only to myself that I could do it. And I did. I was able to travel to Japan and teach in Japan, Tokyo, Japan. I was able to travel and teach in Rome, Italy. I was able to, tra uh, to travel and teach in, in Bulgaria, California, Houston, uh, you know, everywhere in, in the country, you know what I'm saying? Arizona, wherever. I was able to do these things, right? And it was all because I challenged myself and I was, I was being an instigator to myself, you know, and I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And even with speaking, Speaking was, was a huge thing for me because, yo, for real, for real, y'all, I'm an introvert by nature. I don't really be speaking like that. Like, I was, I am the quiet kid. I was the quiet kid in school. I was the quiet kid throughout life. And now I'm, here I am speaking to the world and telling my story and my son's story and our family's story and, and helping people on a daily basis and inspiring them every single day. And it's something that I love to do. I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit here and be texting everybody, you know, um, making sure that they're having a great day if I didn't love to do it. Make sure you guys text me, by the way, 609-303-5344. I just had to plug that in real quick. But I, I wanted to make sure that I love doing this. And I love seeing people's lives shifted. I love seeing their lives changed in, in, in a different way and helping them look at life from a different perspective. In, in helping them with positive development strategies and helping them with positive habits and not negative habits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all day long, you can look on Instagram or look on social media everywhere and you got negativity up the wazoo. So somebody has got to break the stronghold here some way, some way somehow, right? So that's exactly what, what my mission is and, and what I plan to do in moving forward in the world every single day. Instigating, challenging myself, and pushing myself to, to another level to help you get to that next level as well too, right? So now we got foundation, we got application, we got instigation, now we got transition. Mm. The transition, right? If we ready to transition, put in the chat, transition in the chat. Put in the chat, transition 
in the chat. If you're ready to take it up a notch and take it to another level, if you're really ready, you know what I'm saying, then I need to make sure that y'all put in the chat transition, transition. There we go, okay? Now, transition. My grandfather, um, God rest his soul, last month, 97 years old on this earth, he transitioned. And my grandfather used to always say, it's gotta be a better way. How many times in life have you gone through life and said, there's gotta be a better way? This is, this is too hard for no reason. There's got to be a better way, right? This is not that complicated. There's gotta be a better way. There has to be, you know, more out there. Like, I, why am I struggling over this one thing? There's gotta be a better way. And I had this dream with my grandfather and it was amazing because I, like, I was pretty close to my granddad. I get a lot of my wisdom from him. And he, he really um, showed me a lot of things in life. And over the past couple of years, he was battling uh, bone cancer. And when I went to go visit him and see him while he was battling bone cancer, I said, how you doing with the cancer pop? He said, I'm doing. He said, I don't know how it's doing, but I'm doing, right? And he was like, it's just here at the end of the day. And whatever happens, happens. Just got to deal with it. And I'm like, man, yo, that's super strong. Like, he was always an independent thinker. He was always, you know, um, very optimistic, very, you know, thinking outside the box. And he was a server, right? And I, that may be where I get my servant heart from. He was a server. He was always willing to serve the people no matter what. To the day he died, he was willing to serve people, period. That's all he wanted to do in life. And I'm now in the transitional stage. And I want many other people to understand what that transitional stage is really all about. Put away that old person, that person that used to fight a lot, that person that was an addict, that person that, that, went, that uh, used to argue over the dumbest things, that person that used to think very, very petty, that person that, you know, just, you know, was very selfish or very prideful. Put that person away. Bury that person. That person's gone, dead, dead and buried. And transition into the person that's going to serve the world. Transition into the person that's going to serve their community. Serve the, the world that's around them or the world that, that where they're at. Maybe you're in, I don't know, San Francisco. Maybe you're in Chicago. Maybe you're in London. Maybe you're in Japan. Wherever you're at, right? Focus on changing the world around you, okay? Transition into that person. How, how will the world benefit better with your service, right? And what I had to learn is, can you can't be selfish no more. You can't be prideful no more. There's a better way. That better way is serving the people. That better way is giving to the people. That better way is giving with a generous heart and a genuine heart, no matter what. No matter what the circumstances are, give to the people, right? give to the people. And, and, and it reminds me of, of a group that I, that I um, am very well connected with called Girl Pride Africa. Many of you have to, uh, heard me talk about Girl Pride Africa uh, before. And um, these young ladies that are out in Africa who are, um, 
you know, they're struggling to, to feed their children. These are teen moms, um, and some of them are pregnant. Some of them already have children. We're talking about 12, 13, 16, 17, young, young women, right, that were raped or um, going through domestic violence, given, given into childhood marriages, and these women are rescued by Girl Pride Africa, and we help them and promote them, you know, daily on our Instagram um, to help raise money for these moms that need food for their babies. These are breastfeeding moms that, you know, go to, go to sleep at night, you know, sometimes three, four nights in a row without any food in the breastfeeding. That's not healthy for their children. So you have to continue, continue to eat. So it's my mission to serve those, those, that organization, my mission to serve those people. But with my grandfather, I, I asked God, I said, God, can I, can I see my granddad one more time um, before you take him? Because during this year, during, you know, COVID and things of that nature, I really wasn't able to see him. And um, he was in the hospital. Um, and it wasn't, he wasn't even in the hospital for the cancer. He was in the hospital because he um, actually, it, his equilibrium was off. So he, he fell. And, um, and while in the hospital, he actually ended up breaking his hip in the hospital and he had to get surgery on it. And he was supposed to come home, but then COVID hit. So he had to actually stay in the hospital longer. And he ended up staying in, in, in the hospital, in the nursing home for probably like a good, the good core of the whole um, pandemic. Um, so he didn't come home until August. So he was in there from February uh, or yeah, from February all the way to August. And uh, I was only able to talk to him maybe once or twice during that time. And I asked God, I said, God, can I see him one more time before you take him? And you know, God is funny. He, he worked in mysterious ways. So um, he brought my grandfather to me in a dream, right? And in that dream, my grandfather was in his hospital bed and I'm at the end of the hospital bed. And next to him, there's this very large man. I couldn't make out who this man was. I didn't know what he looked, I, I couldn't really uh, make out his face. I didn't see his face. I just know that he was a large man, right? And my grandfather had this oxygen mask on and he pulled the oxygen mask off. And when he pulled the oxygen mask off, he ended up coughing. When he coughed, he coughed up some blood and the blood was on his gown. And for anybody that knows my grandfather, they know that he always had some salad dressing on his suit, or he was a sloppy eater. So he always had some sort of food stain on his suit or his shirt, wherever, right? And then remember I said my grandfather's an independent uh, person, independent thinker, right? He actually asked for help because he had to go to the bathroom in the dream. So the caretaker, he said, come on, I got you. So he helps him up. He's walking him out the door. And then I hear my grandfather say, my bones hurt, my bones hurt. And then the caretaker says, don't worry, I got you, I got you. So they're walking and they're walking and walking and they end up going into the darkness. They faded away and they made a right as they faded away. So I turned around and I looked outside and outside there was this beautiful green grass, beautiful sky, clear blue sky. I mean, this thing looks so pure, I've never seen anything like it. And then I see these two specks walking along the horizon. And as they're walking along the horizon, they start to fade away. 
And then I actually woke up from the dream. I look at my phone. This is maybe like 6.20. At 6.17, I got a text message from my mother. She said, call me. So I called her. And she said, granddad's gone. And I said, I know. He just came to me on his way through the transition. And I said, wow, man. And I said, thank you, God. Thank you, because you didn't have to let me see him one more time. You didn't have to let me, you know, experience him one more time. And in the way that you allowed me to see that, like, he didn't have to do that, but he did. I just want you guys to know that God will hear you. If you let him in, he will hear you. If you let him in, he will do things with you that you wouldn't even think of. Things that will take you to a whole nother level. That's the real transition, y'all. My grandfather transitioned into that new world, that new life, that eternal life. And remember, he always said, there's gotta be a better way. Well, I believe he found a better way, right? I believe he found a better way. And not only did he transition, but it leads me to my last point into healing. He was also healed and cancer had to bow because guess what? Cancer's not allowed in heaven. I say cancer is not allowed in heaven. So cancer had to roll out and go somewhere else. And my grandfather was healed. I want you guys to be healed. Heal yourself. Well, not necessarily heal yourself, but go with God and allow God to heal you from the trauma, heal you from the pain. Forgive those that have done you know, evil to you as they, and I pray that they forgive you for whatever it is that you've done to them as well. Forgive those people so that you can move on. Forgive those people so that you have no burdens. Forgive those people so that you have no other luggage, so that you can move freely, so that you can be free. Forgive those people. Forgive yourself as well too. Forgiveness within yourself is important. This is all a part of the healing process, okay? All a part of the healing process. Forgiving yourself, forgiving others. Because you, have, you, you are a special being. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. So forgive yourself, okay? And forgive those that have done wrong to you. It's all about the healing now, okay? Forget what happened yesterday. Remember what I said earlier, yesterday is going tomorrow, worry about itself, today is all we got. Forget about that. Forget about who did something to you. Forget about the person that, that was driving while you listening to this and they beeping at you. Forget about that. Okay? Move forward. Okay? Sometimes within the healing process, we have to learn how to be silent. And we have to learn how to just listen to God. A lot of times we just talk too much. And we just keep talking and talking and talking and we're not listening. Because if we're asking for healing, that means we have to listen. I said, if we're asking for healing, that means we have to listen to direction and then move forward from there, okay? So we got foundation, we got application, we got instigation, we got transition, and we got healing, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, it's called faith. You gotta build that faith up. You got to build that faith up. You got to build that faith up, okay? That's more faith than you have fear. Have more faith 
then you have fear. Understand? And I encourage you guys to go out and kill it today, wherever you at. If you drive in listening to this, if you at home listening to this, save it, run it back. Listen to it again, listen to it again and again and again to make sure that you, you, you got it all because you're gonna wanna apply this stuff. Give it to your kids, give it to your spouse. Send it to somebody that you think that will, that will um, benefit from, from this talk, you know? That will benefit from this. Somebody say, I, I needed this tonight. Thank you for, for letting God use you. Amen, amen, amen. And I got, I got to, I got to. Listen, guys, my son beat cancer. I got to give God the glory every single day that he's alive. You're talking about a deadly disease that trying to take my son. So every single day, I don't care what nobody say, yo, I'm going to praise God or whatever till the cows come home. Straight up and down. Straight up and down. Straight up and down, you know? So listen, everybody. I pray that, you know, that you guys enjoy this. All right. Season two, we are here. Episode number 64. If you are watching this on YouTube, give us a like. Subscribe below. If you are hearing this on Anchor, go ahead and make sure you subscribe. And also, if you guys want, go ahead and donate to our Anchor page as it does help us build the podcast up and help us do more and reach out to more people. Okay. Whether it's 99 cents a month to $4.99 cents a month. So whatever it is that you want to donate, please go ahead and feel free to donate. Go to anchor.fm backslash Kenny Clutch, all right? And you will find me on there and you will see, you know, um, every single episode that we have on the Clutch Vision podcast. Or you may go to my website, www.kennyclutchspeaks.com. Tap the podcast button right there and everything will lead you to where you need to go. I pray that everybody loved this tonight and today, whatever time that you are listening to this, we are going down. Listen, text gang, okay? Check it out, check it out. Make sure you guys text me at 609-303-5344. That's one more time, that's 609-303-5344, okay? And if you are already in the, the, the shift gang, the text gang, Go ahead and share my number with someone that you love, somebody that you feel that is going to um, want this and need this type of uh, this type of energy, this type of love, this type of motivation, um, this type of message. I right? share it with somebody that you love. I right? it's your boy Kenny Clutch. Share this with your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your auntie, your grandma, your grandpa, abuela, abuelo. Share it with everybody that you love. All right, no one cares. Share it share with your step dog, your step cat, your step tarantula, whoever. Share it with somebody, okay? And let's, um, let's go ahead and, and wake up tomorrow and the next day and move forward in today with purpose, all right? Remember, like I always say, when we change the mind, we change the game. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow, worry about itself. And today is all we got. And if today is all we got, you make sure you impact today the best way you know how. It's your boy, Kenny Clutch, on the Clutch Vision Podcast. We check y'all later. We living Peace. out the good life, the good life, yeah. Gotta worry about a thing. Oh no. Had some obstacles I overcame. Oh yeah. You don't have to ever be the same. Oh Lord. Cause when we change the mind, we change the